Yes. Rumors and rumbling. That's awesome. Let the filibustering begin. All right, time for another Mad About Movies. Movie news, rumors, rumblings, roundup. And uh, it's been a while, guys. But um, mm. it seems like every time, every week now, every time we, we gather, there's a new streaming service to talk about. So we'll be doing that, Paramount Plus, and we'll be talking about uh, all the announcements that come with it. That'll be debuting here in March. So get excited, Paramount fans. Fan, I should say, Batman Shane, um, for that. But first, the Golden Globes were this past weekend, and sometimes these are a, a, a you know precursor to the Oscars. Sometimes they're not. Oftentimes they're not actually. But regardless, it's a fun ceremony, and uh, we need to touch on it here on the Mad About Movies podcast. So welcome, in. I'm Kent, uh, your host, along with co-hosts Brian and Richard. Hey guys, welcome in. Uh, did you watch the Golden Globes, Brian? I did not. I did not watch the Golden Globes. <gasps> I I know. Ah, blasphemous. I know. I it's usually, so on Brian. I know. I usually do. Um, mostly, t- I think like like the majority of the audience to to dunk on the Golden Globes. That's yeah. the main point Absolutely, of watching the of Golden Globes is uh, to get drunk and dunk on the Golden Globes, mm-hmm. or in my case, just dunk on the Golden Globes. Right. Um, but I did, it was my birthday. It, it oh, was man. like literally my birthday, and I'm not a big birthday guy. It's not like, I'm not one of these people that's like, hey, it's my birth month, you have to celebrate, or anything like that. You're but always like, it's my like, birth season. It's three months uh, long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's my quarter. Uh-huh. Uh, but but I was like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend my time watching this janky ceremony uh, on my birthday, so I did not, and I didn't even really pay attention to it. I saw like three winners, uh, based on who like in the Discord. If it was commented on in our Discord, uh, which you can you can become part of by going to madaboutmoviespodcast dot com slash vip. Uh, if it was commented on in there, then I I saw it, but otherwise I didn't I did not see it. I didn't see any. I didn't even watch the monologue this morning. I meant to, and just kind of got busy and yeah, didn't really care. So yeah, it's weird. Awards is awards feel. Weird. It's funny because like the uh, it really shows the gap, right? Like the Oscars still feel necessary because there's something, even though they're often wrong because we have them right after the year. Sure, historically there is some sort of historic significance every year, and it seems weird to a not have them, but b then have a loaded double Oscars the next year or something, right? All the rest of them seem superfluous and stupid now after the year we've mm-hmm. had. Like you know what I mean? Sure. Like it's just yeah, yeah, same. I I actually when I was young. And it, maybe it was just sort of being dumb. I always loved the Golden Globes, like sure. unironically. Like I felt like mm-hmm. they were pretty. I always liked that they had the musical or comedy category because I felt like mm-hmm. people got recognized that just didn't ever with the Oscars. I felt like they were little wheels off, but never to the degree they've become over the last ten years. You know, where mm-hmm. it 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 is a meaningless. It used to also sort of set more momentum for the Oscars in a way, in which it doesn't now at all. I don't think it's like this. Oh, yeah. and so it's it's. It's a very vulnerable award show, which is still sometimes good, ironic television on a Sunday night in in February um, or January, I guess it sometimes is. Um, But uh, yeah, you're right. This time it just felt, it didn't even occur to me to watch. Um, Kent was like texting us about it and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Which is not great to admit on a film podcast. When you do a film podcast, I I did catch up today. I totally understand Brian not, birthday boy, but uh, what are you, 43 now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but cool. 
again, as always, 87 in my knees. So yeah, <laughs> waiting so, on those bionic legs, baby. <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, but I, I did catch up today and saw the winners and, and some things were spot on and some things were terrible and mm-hmm. as the way and, and the production was bizarre. Ken, I'm sure you'll get into with the split. Uh, it just seemed like a lot, a lot of hoops were, mm. were jumped through for, for COVID, which it's like everything, right? Uh, the basketball is a lot like this too. A lot of the hoops that it were jumped with for COVID are very smart and very sound and very safe. Others seem like hoops for the sake of hoops. Um, mm-hmm. And then, but, but that was, that was, this is the world we live in in 2020 slash 21. So, sure. So, yeah. But yeah, let's get into it. I'd love to talk about the, uh, what do you think of the monologue, Kent? I'm caught up on that. Yeah. And I'm caught up on the winners. If you and I want to break that down. What do you, do you like the polar Faye pairing? I love the polar, polar Faye pairing. I don't know if that was a normal thing that they would have done otherwise. Did, do you remember if they announced this pre-COVID after Gervais last year? If they they announced, announced it immediately after. The okay. minute that I think even during the show we knew and it was weird. It was like a weird that they were committing that that far ahead of that. Hey, by the way. And there was also like, and that will be the last time. It was like this. Oh, okay, this is sure. be their, their final time. Yeah, which is, I mean, I think they've done a very good job in the past. I'm a huge fan of both of them. But like, you know, their their last time holding the Golden Globes is not something I'm going to put on my calendar a year out. It doesn't mean that right. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we can get Colin Jost and Michael Che well, yeah. Why would, to just how step would you in not? for them, you know? Absolutely. The f- weekend update to weekend update, you know? I, I thought some of those jokes perfect. were pretty funny. I, I uh, Look, we know how split screen works, guys. We don't have to stop down for like two minutes of split screen gags. We've all seen like Parent Trap and stuff. Oh, I we're think they, they did one, and I thought they would do more, to be honest. I thought that like half the show would be... Yeah, them coming up with ways to gag the doing the split screen. But to be quite honest with you, from a production standpoint, I was really impressed with how they did the split screen with Tina and Amy. Yeah. I was like, I mean, they basically had them on identical sets, you know, one in L.A., one in New York. Mm-hmm. But the way they split screened it and the way they sized them up on the screen, it looked like they were standing there next to each other, you know, and they had the audio synced up perfectly where. You know, there was a, essentially no delay, and they were talking as if, you know, it was a normal monologue mm-hmm. between them, which was really impressive, you know, the logistics there to to do it that way. I don't know why they didn't have them in the same coast. Maybe, be, I yeah, don't I don't understand know. that. If, you know, why maybe they didn't Tina Fey didn't want to travel. Maybe, maybe, yeah, to, to eliminate half the people to have to travel across the yeah, country or I, something. Also, I, don't, I didn't like the POV shots of the crowd. Like I didn't need to see what it looked like constantly from Tina and Amy's the straight on of them was cool with the split screen, but then they kept doing these, which is great. It's first responders. They're all heroes. That's awesome. But like we just kept getting these POV from the stage at the crowd. Oh, the direction was terrible. Yeah. Whoever was directing this thing was, was, but you're right. I mean, Mark Ruffalo is making this impassioned speech and then they cut to Don Cheadle full screen and he's not even nominated in that category it's like what are we doing it's like yeah. he's like give me don Cheadle. what's don Cheadle think he was Cheadle in the cam. avengers he was in the avengers as well going like okay Cheadle like, cam. like what there are so many times uh, you know that 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 kind of stuff happened and that's fine and this is just a generic complaint at this point but it carries over to the carried over to the golden globes why does zoom have to be so terrible i know 
I mean, I get that <laughs> it's easy to use and log on, but like, why does the audio have to be awful? On the video, like, it's the worst of all these apps that are out there. Like, why doesn't <laughs> Zoom in the past year been like, you know what? Time to make this product not be terrible, guys. And uh, well, a lot of it too is so everyone's using it. So simple with like, I got it the first month, but like, look, we do this yeah. all as a second job remotely for years. And, and we know how to make it sound not terrible. I can't, it's crazy <laughs> yeah. to me that like filmmaking professionals and television professionals are just like, mm-hmm. no, your laptop mic's fine. Like the visual, like visually we can kind of do it. The cameras are good and phones and tablets and things, but the audio is always awful unless you have a microphone and it's just, it shouldn't be that hard to like write a little, you know, PDF of microphone instruction on how to get it Bluetooth to your, whatever your device or, is and send that to everyone. Or like like these these PR reps are doing a horrible job of like setting up their people with good setups or like the the Golden Globe should have shipped every nominee a freaking $20 mic to plug into their iPhone. That's what I mean, yeah. And and la- and hook it onto their tie and everybody would have decent like But they was, did with weird so stuff. Terrible. Like everybody look- everybody's audio like besides the people that were actually there was like it was they, it was laughable. And they I kept doing side do shots, living, like you know, I, I you get what you get with Zoom, but like they should have not used Zoom. I well, they kept that's everybody like there are other things they could do for like professional yeah TV shows that that like you know that CNN uses and things like that that aren't awful. You know, they, <laughs> like, they would do always. side shots in people's houses, where people yeah. would take a shot of the setup, and they would have right. a multiple thousand dollar camera set up. On a stick, mm-hmm. like a, that, they mm-hmm. clearly shipped out to like key nominees, like a beautiful television yeah. red camera, right? To like Norman Lear and stuff. Yeah, yeah but then mic them just through their laptop. You're like, okay, guys, yeah. like audio is what cheapens stuff because cameras. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. audio is what makes red. them the biggest difference. You're right. right. It yeah. really does. The the yeah. the 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 gap between open air laptop or phone audio and a mic'd right. up person is a hundred times what the gap between an iPhone camera and a 4K. 8k red is like we right. we've we can bridge that gap at least on most people's televisions it's not going to make a camera's not gonna make that much of a difference whereas a microphone is completely what drives it yeah. and it drives me insane that we can't get that figured out a year into this especially right. on a big production like that i get it yeah. if you're you know phoning into i mean yeah they had two months to to prep this production <laughs> they couldn't come up with one website out there that that I mean, there are dozens. We use them on this podcast, aside from Zoom, that you click a link and it takes you into a live video thing. Mm-hmm. And it's nice and good quality. Like, it's not that mm-hmm. hard. And I mean, that's just a small thing that's like, it bleeds over. These people are giving acceptance speeches for these big moments of their life. You can't hear them. They're muted. All kinds of stuff going wrong. And it's just, I'm done with like virtual broadcasts period like yeah, <laughs> i'm so looking forward to not dealing yeah. with this this bull crap anymore um but there was some fun stuff that came out of it because <sighs> you know like one of the fun things about the nfl draft last year what which was like you see inside cliff kingsbury's house and you see bill belichick's dog and like all that kind of stuff so there was a little bit of that not as much as you would think or would want um but it was funny jeff daniels was um was on there and like he was just in like a side room of like mm-hmm. his kid's house. You could just tell all and, like, doors, a million the, doors. The, yeah. No, it was just like a, a closet door and like a bed that wasn't made up. Yeah. Like it was like he was at his kid's house for dinner and he's wearing like a flannel shirt. It was like he was at his kid's house for dinner and was like, oh crap, 
I have to get on this Zoom real quick. Let me run into this side guest room and do it. <laughs> like it, it did no effort whatsoever into well, it. Well, that Comey movie was pretty like, bad, so he can't think he was. Gonna yeah, win. he didn't think he was going to win. But like, it's so funny how some people wore a tuxedo and like got their hair done, and some like Jason Sudeikis won, and he's sitting there in a hoodie and like just a tie dye hoodie <laughs> in like his living room, and it's just like and he uh, clearly hey, edibled hey, up an hey, hour everybody. before that too. Oh yeah, he's just completely like bl- he doesn't even know what to say like. <laughs> So there were some funny moments that came out of it, and but they did this weird this weird thing where they would bump to break with like a f- like they had five TV screens basically set up, and in each of the screens was like the zoom of the next category. So like coming up the ca- the uh, Golden Globe for Best Actor, and they'd have the five nominees there on screens, but they had them all unmuted on Zoom, so like they could talk, <laughs> and some people were like. Um, saying like talking to each other like the nominees were talking to each other some people weren't there was this one time where Odenkirk was nominated and I think it, there was a few other people not I think it was like Pacino Matthew Reese a few yeah. other people and they yeah. cut to it and Odenkirk's like hey everybody hey good to good to meet you so I guess I'm the only one that's going to talk or like it's <laughs> the only one trying to say anything <laughs> it was so good uh so yeah, there was there was that. Um, Tracy Morgan botched the name of Soul, and he called it Sal. <laughs> he goes, "The winner is it's tough, Sal." It's a tough word, though, right? We never yeah. see that word. And, and then like they cut to, they cut to the thing, and then like all the people on the Zoom were roasting him. Were like, "Was it Soul or Sal?" I don't know. What just won? It was it was actually pretty funny. Um, so yeah, there's always those moments, and then there's the one moment. Speaking of Zoom, and we'll get into the list here was you know they give this big or amy gave this big speech at the beginning of the show like how there's no african americans in the hfpa and how we we realize this we're you know we're aware of the situation and we just want to make that clear that you know voices need to be heard all right um so the first the first uh award of the night is best actor in a movie best supporting actor in a movie and here's laura dern so laura dern comes out to uh to give the award and uh you know let me let me scroll down here to the uh to who actually won the award so mm-hmm. i um i can give you uh the nominees but uh oh i don't have to do that so john boyega wins the award right uh not john boyega um da- daniel, daniel kalua. Kalua. John boyega won a different award jo- daniel kalua wins the award um and he's he starts giving his speech and it's just complete silence <laughs> and he's sitting there talking and it's just complete silence. And then they cut to Laura Dern and she gives this like, Oh, j- wh- like, <laughs> should I leave? Should I say something kind of, kind of thing. And then, um, and then they cut back to Kalua who had unmuted and everybody starts cheering like, yeah, you know, like he gets the, gets his moment, you know? And, uh, and it was good, but it was like the first thing out of the night was this, speech about how black voices need to be heard and then immediately they <laughs> they cut to somebody who was muted and oh. Laura Dern doesn't know what to do. Go back and watch it on on YouTube if you Vamp, uh, vamp. Daniel Kalua. Oh. Yeah, it was like she looked off stage and then she was like, apparently we are having a technical like they didn't they didn't Laura, capture on what to Laura, do. Or this is the producer something. just quickly talk about how you dated yeah. Baron Davis for a while so that right. people don't get mad. Yeah. Tease Jurassic Park. <laughs> Tease Jurassic Park. Yeah. 
it, it was the nominees were was Bill Murray, uh, who was wearing like he was like on a porch in a Hawaiian shirt, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he was like at a golf course. It looked yeah, like yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, Sash Barry Cohen, Travel Chicago Seven, and Jared Leto for the little things and uh, Kalua One. So, so that was awesome. But that that's really all I have to say about the production. I mean, it worked sometimes. Sometimes it didn't. I mean, it's a super high degree of difficulty. Yeah. And if they had done this like the NFL da- draft in May, we would be way more forgiving. But now, like a year into this, we can be a little critical, right? But hey, yeah, they pulled the, it off. The NFL drafted this in May and pulled it off better than they did yeah, exactly. a year later, basically. So that's all you got to say. Uh, so we'll go over some of the nominees and winners here. I know you guys didn't really pay attention, but uh, best uh, TV series drama was The Crown. It was up against Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Ozark, and Ratched. Mm. Only, uh, Ryan Murphy. I guess they I'm okay have with to, that. They have to nominate him. Mm-hmm, yes. What would you have said? Contractually obligated. Uh, yeah. Mandalorian, Lovecraft Country. I liked both of those. Maybe maybe Lovecraft mm-hmm. Country, I would have given it too. Yeah. Top uh, Chef, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always. <laughs> yep. Emmanuel and Rio. <laughs> Vanilla Ice Project. Yeah. All right. Uh, best TV series, musical, or comedy went to Shit's Creek, and it beat out Ted Lasso, Flight Attendant, The Great, and Emily in Paris. Um, so that was maybe a surprise. That some people thought Ted Lasso was gonna gonna win that one, but it went I to think Schitt's everyone Creek. was more the just the greatest thing of last night was or the Golden Globes was just everyone dunking on Emily in Paris. Yeah, openly. Yeah. No one a lot, felt bad a lot of, about a lot of jokes about. Yeah, that. yeah, just like why is this here? Like I've never seen a show nominated for something, which is stupid that it was nominated, but just get in the award show. Like not since no. the tourist, oh, dude. It was like the tourist of yeah, of the, the Golden Globes this time. The uh, yeah. the movie that Kate Hudson's in music. Oh yeah, the Sia movie. Like they dunked on that like three or four times. Yeah, uh, that movie's this, rough. like this shouldn't yeah. even be nominated, but it is. Here's the trailer for, and then they like said that basically. <laughs> Because it's like in bad taste and, you know, a lot of things wrong. And it's clearly like the HFPA was paid off to like put it in all this stuff yep. To, yep. to get it out. I had never even heard of it, let alone get all this award. I mean, what the crap? Uh, best uh, limited series was The Queen's Gambit, which should be just yeah. best picture. Like, let's just give that to uh, Queen's <laughs> yeah. Gambit. I think everybody would be be okay with that. Um, Emily Corrin won for The Crown. She beat out Olivia Coleman yeah. in the crown as well. So it was basically crown. between them two. <laughs> crown and crown and crown. Yeah, yeah Joshua no, Connor did also rob us of an awkward uh, Olivia Coleman Skype. We were really robbed. The two things we were yes. robbed of was yes, that and the true. Hugh Grant speech. She was like, nominated I'm not... multiple times, and we didn't even mm-hmm. get one Olivia yeah. Coleman uh, drunk speech. speech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yes. like, I, I don't think Hugh Grant should have won, but it would have been nice if he had. <laughs> Just totally. for the speech. They should have, if I won, if I was whoever won that, we just talked about it, but, uh, you know, if, if I was, God forbid, Jeff Daniels or Al Pacino won that, I would be like, I'm just going to give my time to Hugh and just. Yeah, <laughs> Hugh, Hugh, you got a minute. Just, just go for it. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Uh, uh, so Josh O'Connor won for the crown as well. He beat out Jason Bateman. Uh, Odenkirk, Pacino, and Matthew Reese. Uh, Matthew Reese has got a gnarly beard going on right now, too. By the way, yeah, he, that. he'll grow that on you. Yes. He'll, he's got the. It's a Welshman thing. Uh, the minute he or Michael Sheen don't have work, or if they can get away with it, they grow gnarly beards. Oh, it's amazing. I, I could barely recognize him. It was a, 
It was, uh, it was awesome. Um, Catherine O'Hara won for Schitt's Creek as well. American, North American treasure. Catherine mm-hmm. O'Hara won. So, uh, everybody loves to see that. Everybody applauding yeah. that. And then Jason you know Sudeikis. she was the mom in Home Alone? Just found that out this year, yeah. actually. What? Via TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Just found that out. Because I, I thought she was Uncle Frank. So I was confused, <laughs> but she's the mom. My sister. No, that's Gary uh, Oldman. Uncle Frank is Gary Oldman. Uh, okay, my sister, cool. who is in her twenties, um, had watched Schitt's Creek and just just realized, like within the last few months, that, that um, Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy were were the couple in in Best in Show. Wow. It's like, yeah, <laughs> they are. <laughs> she watched watch Best in Show. Was like, oh my gosh, IMDb. it's the Schitt's Creek. Like, yeah, thing? it is. God. She had seen Best in Show, too. It wasn't like she had no excuse. It was funny. Um, So Sudeikis won for Ted Lasso, which I think he expected Eugene Levy to win or noted stand-up comedian Don Cheadle, of course, uh, to win. (laughs) Uh, Nick, Nick, who was nominated? (laughs) Nick Holt was nominated for The Great and then Rami Youssef for Rami. Man, I just watched The Great a little late to the party. It's not saying it should have won stuff. Man, Nick Holt is so freaking funny in that show. Like, is he? I had no idea he had that level of. I like Nick Holt. I hope they Me bring too. him into the uh, MCU as uh, yeah, the beast again. He's. I knew he was kind of, you know, good romantically, kind of good, somewhat dramatic action person. Man, he is so funny in that show. That character is. Have to watch it. So off the off the rails, and he he really pulls it off. Man, he's I'm not a big L Fanning fan. So that, yeah. that, that, that's a turned me off to it. You're fully Team Dakota. Both you also oh, hate for sure. 100%. You also hate Tad Prescott. You go Dakota Prescott only Dakota and Dakota Fanning. Dakota yeah. Fanning. Yep. Yeah, you're Team very Dakota. firm on that, and you have a weird corkboard in your house with you know that explains it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely Team Dakota. I don't know why L's getting all this work, and Dakota's <laughs> sitting on the sidelines. That makes makes no sense. She's good in the show. Um, she she's very straight in it. But man, he it allows him to just. I mean, gosh. You should both watch. I think you'd both really like that. I know. I, I, I my wife is uh, trying to convince me to watch that one next. When it's we were watching really the Globe, funny. she was she was um, excited about watching that one. Uh, best TV supporting actress was Gillian Anderson for The Crown. Yep. Which which accent did she go with for the speech? You never know with her. I don't even remember to be honest okay. with you. I can't. That's my favorite. I don't know what it is. That was my favorite. That should be a game. Same with Daniel Kaluuya. I don't remember what it was. It was <laughs> she can amazing. She, Whatever it she, is. Uh, she can walk in both worlds. So sometimes she'll just bust out a nice British accent on you. And then sometimes not at all. It's a great. Must be nice. I feel like this is a uh, retroactive X-Files award though, right? It's like. Yeah. <laughs> just for that last season. Just get. Uh, yeah. That was a, not a very stacked category though. So yeah, no surprise there. Um, John Boyega won for uh, supporting role on mm-hmm. TV. He beats yep. out Dan Levy, Jim Parsons, Donald Sutherland, Brennan Gleason. So that uh, one was surprising. I haven't seen this show, Small Axe, but apparently yeah. it's uh, quite good. I think it's on Nor- Amazon. Yeah, mm-hmm. nor had I. Steve but, McQueen. Uh, oh, is, is it? Steve oh, McQueen? is it? Okay. Oh, God, mm-hmm. I need to see that. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll definitely watch it now. It's good for uh, good that John can break out of the uh, <laughs> the Star Wars thing because I don't know if the same can be for Daisy. That'll be interesting to see. Chaos walking, bro. It's gonna Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's like next week, isn't career. it? Or something. It is. Can't wait. Gosh. Uh Anya won for the Queen's Gambit, of course. Had to. 
inevitable she was going to win for that. The, you see that you see that show, and within first five minutes of the first episode, you're like, just give her the Emmy, give her the golden, <laughs> you know, like that's how good she was in it. Um, great to see her star rising, and I think the next thing she's going into production on is uh, Mad Max with Chris Hemsworth. Mm. So that'll be great, or Furiosa, it's called. That'll be good. Uh, so Ruffalo won for I Know This Much Is True. He beat out Cranston, Jeff Daniels, Hugh Grant, and Ethan Hawke. Um, then we get into the movie side of things. Uh, best picture, drama, Nomadland. Mm. I thought it might have been Trials Chicago 7 with, with it winning best screenplay. I did too. I thought, that, I thought like, for that's sure a very that Globes gonna, choice yeah, would be to choose 100%, that as best picture. 100%. But I, I love that it was Nomadland and, um, I think the HFPA can could see the beauty in that movie. Thankfully, um, so yeah. I, I mean, look, they they kind of for all the crap we give the Globes and for it's like the the nominations. It's like for serious and the lie, you know. It's like or for truth and a lie. It, it's some of the weird nominations, but but for the most part, they kind of got it right on the winner side yeah. of things. Like, and usually that's not the case. Usually it's like the hell happened here. But no, I mean, I think they did a pretty good job getting the the right winners with a lot of these. So, you know, maybe the same can be said for the Oscars this year. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Best picture comedy was Borat. Really cool to see that. Yeah. Mm. Reminds me of when the hangover won best picture in 2010 or whatever it was. It's like, wow, it's always going to be best picture winner Borat or the hangover, you know? Uh, so, so that's cool. It beat out Hamilton music, the, uh, Kate Hudson movie. I just mentioned the prom, and with James Corden. And, that was the other one that got dunked on a lot. Yeah, that the prom got dunked on a bunch. And uh, Palm Springs. It's cool to see that nominated. Yeah, that so cool. I would have voted for probably Hamilton. So it was really cool to see Borat win because I thought Hamilton was going to win. But yeah. Yeah, I would. I, I Hamilton's obviously a masterpiece, but I, I to me, it's not, like we've said, it's not a movie. So <laughs> Borat's, even though Borat really plays with the form a lot too, it's more of a movie than Hamilton is a movie to me. Yeah, and hilarious. Mm. Best director, Chloe Zhao. Nice. Yeah. She was very um, good, man. She was very cash too in so a hotel good. room, t shirt on, just living life, just owning life. Uh, it's funny, David Fincher, like he was nominated for a bunch of stuff. Mank was. So he's always on the Zoom. And like when they would announce the winner and he didn't win, he would just take a shot. They did that for like every category. It was that was the news. most fun he's ever. Who knew he was fun? It's getting yeah. more. The weird thing is he's becoming pretty yeah. self aware, but kind of a, a, a d bag at the same time. It's mm. a weird. He did kinda... contact. He did contact the uh, Golden Globe producers. Had them take all those clips <laughs> offline because he didn't do the shot perfectly. Every time. Mm-hmm, yeah, I, yeah. I was. Gonna, I was going to say he pre-recorded himself. Yeah, it was all pre-recorded. That, that was take seventy eight of the shot. Mm, right, he did. they just looped it. It's perfect. <laughs> he died of alcohol poisoning later that night. Which is sad. But for the art, you know. But for it's the worth art, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if this is an indication of an Oscar upset or what we're to expect. Uh, best performance by an actress went to Andrew Day. Yeah. For U.S. vs. Billy Holiday. I didn't know Andrew Day acted. Um, I love Andrew Day. Um, her music. I've been, you know, big, I've made I mean, videos to her music and things like that. I think she's incredible. Didn't know she acted. And uh, boom. Best actress. Beats out all of our favorites. Today. Yeah, I watched that today. She's it's she is very good. I do not like that movie. Yeah, well, you, oh, it was it's not a biopic. It was by not numbers, a good right? movie. Is but it better than Judy? Yeah. Um, no. 
Wow. No. Mm. I mean, Shots and that's, yeah, it's, it, but it, yes, it's, it was the most biopic biopic to me of all time. Okay. Like, it was just like, we are covering so much with this and I don't really even know what uh, some of the time, like who, what is happening, what time period it is. Who, mm. It was, it was, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. She that's was very good. Because really holidays, good. you know, obviously really important and great. Mm-hmm. She's a great actor. That's always a bummer. So she but beat yeah. out uh, Viola Davis. Carrie Mulligan, Francis McDormand, and Vanessa Kirby. So we'll see. Yeah, a, see what the a murderers uh, row, man. That's yeah. a tough, yeah, tough, and, tough loss. And then this, Francis. This was the moment of the night. I thought that was best actor uh, drama went to Chadwick Boseman for mm. uh, he beat out Riz Ahmed, Anthony Hopkins, Gary Oldman, and Tahar Rahim. And then Chadwick Boseman's widow gave this speech, and it was just crushing, man. It was. Mm. Go back and watch that. I don't want to spoil it. I won't say anything about it, but it was it was so poignant and perfect, but also so sad, you know. And mm. it's great to see him recognized because that was the performance of his career. Um, and hopefully, he wins the Oscar as well. Rosamund Pike, uh, Richard, won for I Care a Lot already. Yeah, I recommend. Yeah, yeah, she's good. she's good in that. She's uh she's quite. I don't think she'll get an Oscar nom for it, um, mm-hmm. but. But uh, that's a good Golden Globe worthy performance. It's pretty showy, pretty good. But, but yeah, yeah. Have you guys watched that yet? I have not. Have not. Have not. I'm trying to. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if that one was technically 2020 or 2021, but I got to bump it up on the 2020 list. I'm I'm trying to get through like the stragglers of 2020 before the Oscar nominations uh, come out. So maybe in the next week that one will be absolutely. Gotta gotta knock that one out. There's just so, there's so many this year. There's so many. Oh, that's 2020. Okay, my bad. All right, I gotta I gotta seek that out now. That's that's crazy. Sasha won for Borat for best actor in a comedy. It'd be cool to see him get an Oscar nom for that as like you know one com- comedic performance gets nominated yeah. and the rest are dramatic. Should have got be, it for the first one. Yeah, that that was cool to see him get. He had some great speeches as well. Go look those up. Uh, Jodie Foster won for The Mauritanian, which I didn't even know was a mm. thing, but, but won Best Supporting Actress in it. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go look this up. She beat out Amanda Seyfried, Olivia Coleman, Glenn Close, and Helena Zingel from News of the World. That's a, that's um, a rough category for that. Uh, but the, yeah, she's she's been doing a lot of press, so maybe she was working the, you know, Jodie knows how the game is played. She's been in it a long mm. enough time. Good. It's always... Uh, Always good. Yeah, that's the one with Shailene Woodley, and you know they've done all there. She, then she she mm-hmm. shouted out Aaron Rodgers in her speech, p- played back, uh, paid back the favor <laughs> of him sh- shouting out her. So there you go. Well, uh, that pretty much wraps up the the winner. Soul won best animated movie and best score, and uh, Minari won best foreign language movie, and Sorkin won for best screenplay for uh, Trials of Chicago Seven. But that was a. That's the Globes. So I think you big think winner. Trent Reznor will put his globe on stage for like Nine Inch Nails concerts. I think it'll mean that much to him. Like he'll put it I on think he, I think he's <laughs> not going to do anything with it. He's sending it to his nephew or something, probably. <laughs> uh, so this is um, maybe the only thing you can take away is that like Nomadland won some big awards and uh, Soul, and uh, may- that's it. Maybe from like big takeaways in terms of what we can look forward to. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya might be a, a front runner now for, for taking away best, best supporting actor. I think that's, that's a strong, 
strong win, but um, but yeah, that's really it. Mm-hmm. Kind of a kind of a generic generic globes this year, fellas. Sure, sad to report. All right, Brian, you want to take us through some of the announcements mm-hmm. from Paramount Plus, and I want to clarify here: this is not a new streaming <laughs> service. This is a a rebrand reboot of CBS All Access. All access. So if you have CBS All Access, there's a chance you're grandfathered in here. You don't have to pay any <laughs> pun intended. Or? Yeah, <laughs> pun intended. Blue bloods, all your grand, all your grandfathers get mm-hmm. their account info, and you're good. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's that's what it is. They're they're re rebooting this uh, new price structure and um, breaking it away from just the CBS uh, family and all mm-hmm. the Paramount family, which is yeah. much bigger. So. What, sure. what what kind of announcements do we did they make, Brian? That we we got a bunch. To? Sure, we got a skim bunch. It. I'll just kind of run through some of these. Yeah, I'll, I'll skim it as I go. Uh, Behind the music and MTV Unplugged are coming back. Getting reboots. Yes, I'm in. That's awesome. I'm in. Yeah, that sounds. That's great, a that's honestly. an awesome. That might be my favorite thing that's announced here. I love yeah, Behind the sounds, Music. Is classic albums yeah. coming? Anyone back? who's under our age is like, the crap are you talking about? But but I man, those were those, what were, about those were big time jams. Uh, pop, up pop up video, God, oh, that would be amazing. It. Let's do it, man. Uh, we're getting a Criminal Minds reboot. I know you're excited about that, Richard. Big big Criminal Minds guy. Honest um, question: Is that uh, not have... on still? Did that go away? No, Joe Montana. Uh, apparently, like out of work. Apparently not. It's apparently first time not. in thirty years. I have no idea. Cool. Good for that. <laughs> Um, Adora the Explorer live action series, a the same reboot cast of as the movie, or I don't know, I don't okay. think so. That movie wasn't bad. I know that was movie wasn't bad at all. Oddly decent kids movie. I didn't expect at all. There's a a a modern version of Fatal Attraction in the works, what up? which I wouldn't have guessed was. I mean, I know we reboot re- reboot and remake everything, but that one seems a little odd to me. Um. Flashdance getting another remake. I'm gonna hold this one till later because I know y'all. That's one you guys are very excited about. Grease: Rise of the Pink Ladies uh, is happening. So that's that what I'm least excited about. I can that kill myself. Just, yeah, um, made me want to. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, but at least it's not Rise of. I'm actually, Danny, Danny, whatever. <laughs> no, it's any Grease content. Like I don't share yeah, Grease is your awful. Travolta total version. I mean, I don't think he's awesome, but. But mm-hmm. man, I hate Greece with the fire of a thousand suns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, no good. There's a Halo TV series. Um, that that excites new me. Amy Schumer series. A what? I you know what? I never I I never really played Halo, but but I know people were pumped about that. So yeah, that's, that's cool. I think cool. it's uh, JJ is behind it or something. Mm, okay. Somebody like that, Spielberg maybe. I don't know. He had it for a long time. I don't know. Okay. I mean, they've been talking about it's like sure. a Master Chief show, right? Yeah, it's yes. a live action. Yeah, um, I think that's the Halo. Because there was it was supposed to be on HBO and yeah. then Showtime, I think, and now it's. Well, it's that's uh, probably why it's moving. I feel like Neil Blomkamp was attached to that at some point when it was a. Uh, it was a, originally movie. Peter Jackson, like in the aughts. Yeah, and mm. he tried to yeah. do it for okay. well, the, a long time. The District Nine, I think. Blomkamp. That's, that's Blomkamp. That was yeah. yeah. I, but all those sets were built for Halo, and then they. Oh, that's right. Oh, I thought there it was Elysium. Go. Oh no no no! You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was Peter yeah. Jackson financed Blomkamp yeah. to do that with the money right. that he there had from Halo. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. Cool. Um, but that's that's finally uh, happening, and that could that's the perfect medium for that. I think it's that like a cool. Mandalorian style show. 
Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, okay. you got to wonder what, sorry to interrupt, Brian, but you got to wonder what the fate of Showtime is with this. Because you would think a lot of it would be right where it almost gets just put in. Um, sure. You know, the Showtime, it's like HBO Max also having a separate app. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It seems weird. Right. Yeah. At some point, you need to blend those two together or they're kind of, you know, you're having inner office competition in some ways. Right. Um, Inside Amy Schumer, sketch show is coming back. Um, maybe she'll rediscover that she's funny. There's a SpongeBob prequel series, obviously. Um, of course. There's a there's a new show from Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage of Gossip Girl and OC. That yeah. could be interesting. We're getting Gossip Girl um, remake on the uh, yeah, that'd be cool. HBO Max. Cool. So sure, we'll see sure. how those two go at each other mm-hmm. uh we get uh we're getting road rules back so bill simmons will be pumped um i can i heard they were bringing the original cast back like puck and everybody like they're just <laughs> bringing like season yeah. one is just happening again like that's dumb even um, when road rules was popular i was like this is the worst yeah. of no it's real world shows. i think like, don't bring it back right not road rules no, Road no, rules no. is listed here. Real yeah. world is not, but oh, I, I thought, do think I there is real a real world rebound too. In the, maybe yeah. MTV. Yeah, I don't see it on this list, but I do. Gotcha. I feel like I read that that as well, but um, I haven't seen. Real world, I was into. Road rules, not at all. Did yeah. not did not understand it. Didn't dig it. Um, <laughs> there's a there's a new Rugrats show that was hotly debated in our Discord <laughs> last week, um, because the animation looks horrible. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> So, the, so we know we have Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Picard are are still on the docket. Now they are adding Star Trek Prodigy, an animated Star Trek show about a group of teens on the starship Prodigy. Mm. Sounds interesting. And Starship Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which is a spinoff of Discovery, um, okay. which will focus on uh, Christopher Pike and Mister Spock. So, I guess that. Lower Decks was a uh, one-off then. Yeah, I don't see that listed here, but I don't know that that means That's it's probably. Dead. I need to go back and watch that. That looked really. That really sounds fun. like I what they're doing with this so. animated show. I mean, okay. essentially, that's what it was. Maybe they're just rebranding sure. it as something. I don't know. Okay. Um. Let's see. There's a sequel to The Italian Job, so I'm super in on that immediately. Uh, there is a remake of The Man Who Fell to Earth, starring Chiwetel Ejiofor. Um few things here there's real world homecoming new york there we go kento uh i know there you're we go. for that one homecoming yep it's the original cast <sighs> nice yo mtv raps coming back as well and can they bring back cribs and pimp my ride i know cribs we gotta get, like surely you can get on in that house hunter's money with we with have cribs, cribs. it's just on youtube as architectural digest room <laughs> that's raiders true. That's true. next we need all these sh- or mm-hmm. what was it date my mom we need all these shows back <laughs> yeah we do <laughs> Especially with Kent's mom involved. <laughs> Date my mom. <laughs> you, sorry, you just you left yourself wide open on that one. I did. Uh, sorry, Suze. Um, and then there's two Yellowstone uh, yeah. spinoffs. Oh coming. my goodness! All have fun. y'all watched this show? Have y'all watched Yellowstone? I have actually, but shocked guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I thought you were out on TV. Yeah, Lindsay and I have been watching that um, over the last week or week or two. Or maybe, you know, maybe six, eight episodes in. And I can't decide if it's really good or really bad. Yeah, it's, it's just both. weird in between. I don't, I don't it can know. be kind of soapy, and then yeah. it can be really prestige television-y <laughs> and just 
scene to mm-hmm. scene, you don't know. <laughs> yes, exactly, uh, exactly. Which one it's going to be? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. yeah, Sarah watched it. I was again, I was, as I watch most things in the room, kind of watching. She watched it like three seasons in like a week. Like, mm-hmm. She was all in. Um, so yeah, no, it's good. I mean, a lot of it's really good. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some mm-hmm. over the top. But the setting's great and all that. But yeah, yeah I think they're just gonna do. Taylor Sheridan now just owns Montana. It's just going to be different. They'll do like a <laughs> Bozeman show yeah. and a Whitefish Flathead Lake show and all that stuff. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. It's going to team up with Phil Jackson for one. That'll yeah, be, exactly. I think one fun. you should do it on a good one that I might work on is a one that's like Yellowstone North, and it's it's just all the drunk Canadians that come down to party. What <laughs> Yellowstone Kanye is really weird. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The Wyoming, yeah. the Wyoming, the South, uh, the Wyoming. Yeah, LPs when they talk about that is yeah, is great. Uh, it's surprising I haven't gotten into that. That seems like the most Kent Garrison show around. I yeah, love, I love a slow burn uh, drama like that. Uh, sure, on TV, it's weird. So. It it goes real slow burning. I, on the whole, you will like it, but you'll know what I mean, Kent. Then they'll just throw a yeah. scene in that's like. Kind of not there, kidding, like out of as the world turns. Yeah, like, yeah. There, so there was an episode. I think the last episode Lindsay and I watched uh, last night. There's, it's like super prestige TV sort of stuff, like all this like family drama, and it's like, man, Kevin Costner's really good. This is really awesome. And then literally two minutes later, a guy goes into the woods mm, and yep. randomly finds two tourists hanging from a cliff, like needing help, and he tries to help them. And they, they, they mess up the, the rescue and they both fall to their death and you see it. Like you just see them fall yeah. 50 feet and they die. And then literally, I'm talking immediately, immediately, as soon as these two people make impact on the ground, he has to like stand up real fast and shoot a bear in the face. <laughs> just like, <laughs> what just happened? Like nice. it's just so, so wheels off. But, but five yeah, minutes. That's how it is in Yellowstone, like, Gosh, man. This is a that's great is. show. I mean, it yeah, it's, it's weird. It's really weird, but uh, anyway, there's a there's a prequel series called 1883, and then a spinoff series called 6666, which is I guess like a neighboring ranch or something. I don't know, but uh, so they're they're all in on the Yellowstone business. And the big news for you guys, at least at least for for this show, is is Frasier. Frasier's coming back. Ah, oh, we will that into existence. <laughs> if he's not hosting a podcast. Like, what are they doing? Like, that has to be the premise, right? Like a self-help podcast. I wish, I have a couple thoughts. Hopefully we get some, we got to have Niles, man. What's the point if not for Niles? I can barely hear you, Richard. uh, We got to have Niles, man. But, but Mm -hmm. uh, it's weird. I'm like right on top of my mic. Um, But, but I wish they would do, they would rename the, because it's the third chapter. So you have Cheers and you have Frasier and then, uh, I think they should call it like the crane boys or something. You know what I mean? Some crane t- hanging crane. Um, but no, but I wish it wasn't Frasier again. I wish it was like a new show with Frasier, but a new, cause I think that'd be cool. Like three chapters, but with the same character with different names of the show, but mm. who am I? Yeah. Who am I? I could do that. It'd be fun. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. We'll like see. I said, I mean, it's weird. That's, any it's weird that yet. Leslie Jones is Niles though. Yeah, it is weird. Um, <laughs> But He's you got the supermarket with, sweep thing. You got to capitalize on that. You have to. There's <laughs> another show with Baldwin, and then the other there were writers that did Modern Family that came from Frasier. Um, he's doing that as well. 
So we'll see how that goes. They'll definitely end up in a fist fight, I think, politically uh, between Grammer and, and Alec Baldwin. But then, yeah, the writers that are this, it's like one uh, one Modern Family writer, I think, and then one uh, How I Met Your Mother are the showrunners. So we'll mm. see how that how that works. But yeah. I saw somebody that runs like a essentially a a Frasier parody account is mm-hmm. is um. That's the how I your brother writer, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Like for years he had done like a essentially like a new concept Frasier mm-hmm. account, you know, and then now he's getting to do it real. It's a that's, lot that's to live cool. up to, man. That, I mean, I've yeah. Ken and I've talked, we've rewatched those and obviously the, the incredible legacy of Cheers and then that that show's still really, really funny and, and out there. You know, you can still watch old Frasier and it the comedy really hits. And so it's gonna be a tough, tough one to do, but you know, I've you know, I, I miss those. So I'm, I'm excited, but it's going to be tough. Apparently, Kelsey Grammer has just been wanting to do this forever. I don't know if it's career boost or whatever. <laughs> but uh, I've I've seen that they're keeping it to like eight episodes, which yeah. is nice. Like it's going to be a one-off thing, probably not multiple seasons. So that'll be good. Just yeah. be like a one little arc and it'll be done. Yeah. Could always use more phrase, man. Always. Brian, that means you got to do the rewatch before it comes out. Oh man, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll I'll do Cliff Notes version or something. It's an easy <laughs> one to do, man. It's a good background, and I mean, there's a million episodes, but it's you know because of its multi cam nature, yeah. those shows are easier to background than you know single cam stuff. At least in my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I probably need to skip the first couple seasons and get into it where I, I knew the show a little bit because it's a. I've tried a couple times to do the rewatch even in the background and it's 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 a challenge for me. I don't love Frasier as much as you guys do, I think. Maybe start season three or so. Starts getting yeah. in. It gets gosh, it's so so classic. What else we got? That's it, man. I, I ran down the list. I skipped a few things that, that seemed uh they're still going to have Champions League about, and smaller, but. Big Brother and mm-hmm. all that Survivor and all that stuff, right? They'll still yeah. they, all um, stuff. Cool. I saw they did announce a workaholics movie. So I'm excited for yeah. mm. that one they did on Netflix was so bad. That, like, yeah, that wasn't really action. workaholics. Though. No, was just them. But yeah, that was bad. I think if I, they those could guys tickle me, man. So I'll, return I'll to the sitting on the roof. I think it'll be good. <laughs> it's got a great show to rewatch too. Oh my gosh. So, so funny. Even more way too old to be as idiotic as they are. <laughs> so I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I saw Beavis and Butthead reboot. I got I got mm. roasted in the Discord for this, but I'm in for anything Mike Judge signs off on. That's that's my rule. He's he's never let me down. So we've been watching King of the Hill uh, before bed. We're almost done with it for a few months. Yeah, Sarah's before bed. Relax. Funny show, man. Gosh, Peggy is such a beatdown. Almost ruins the show. One of the worst characters ever. But um, yeah, I'm. I'm Boomhauer makes that. up for it. Yeah, but he's barely ever in it. But the. Uh, <laughs> They like Peggy's just it's like they're trying. Yeah, she's like really, really naggy. Well, not naggy, but just like thinks she's incredible at everything and just Mm. always gets owned. And it's just like there's nothing redeeming. You don't know why Hank would be with her. She's (laughs) but anyway. But the um, the yeah, they the Beavis and Butthead update what ten years ago or so, Mm -hmm. which wasn't that's it was still you know it was on MTV when everyone was getting rid of cable and things like that. But I remember watching it and being like, this is fine. But uh, the music video stuff 
um, was really funny. And then yeah. they, like he was doing like Teen Mom. It wasn't they did like videos. Jersey Shore. Yeah, they did yeah, yeah. So cold in the D. And like, I hope it's yeah. more of that. I yeah. hope it's more with the with the library that Paramount has now assembled on this thing, where it's like it's hard to do quick quickly with the animation style. But yeah, I hope it's more like them dunking on watching TV and dunking on the stuff, almost as like an after show kind of thing. I think that could be pretty funny. Something surprised me. Uh, that they didn't announce straight up here. Uh, a couple things. Uh, one, a King of Queens straight up reboot. <laughs> like that seems like <laughs> something they would easily do. Maybe they don't own the rights to that. Um, and the other thing, it, maybe it's a worldwide pants thing too, is uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. I would love to see that come back um, for a season or something. Yeah. That'd be a fun yeah. one. With the parents gone now, though, it's hard to. Oh, there were such intricate yeah. parts of that show. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I, so was Martin too with Frasier, but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, there you go. Golden Globes, Paramount Plus. I think Paramount Plus uh, comes out here mid March, so look forward to that. And guys, I I'm willing to say it's going to be bigger than Netflix on day one. I'll just put that out. There. <laughs> well, uh, if it'll you, be bigger than Quibi, I'm I'm willing to put it out there. Yeah, did wow. they acquire any of the Quibi content? We, Chrissy's Court going to be on here? That that's all Golden Arm Show now, with dude. Rachel Brosnahan. <laughs> straight to Roku, Roku man. Straight to Roku. <laughs> well, uh, there you go. That's uh, Golden Globes talk and uh, Paramount Plus. If you like our show, please subscribe and leave us a nice uh, review on your podcast platform. We'd appreciate that. We would consider it a personal wholehearted favor towards us so please do that and uh follow us on social media at mad about movies on the twitter and uh, instagram all that kind of stuff we're on there and but if you want more from us we just did a nice fun throwback episode on inside man that uh is dropping this week as well as our ama ask us anything episode with all three hosts we've got our office season two episode up in the vip so lots of bonus fun episodes for you if you sign up there and join us over on our Discord as well. So hopefully we'll see you soon next time at the cinema. Bye.